Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. I'm Dr. Tam. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race Great. UK Season 5. So let's raise a glass and start spilling. GNT. Clank. Everyone, welcome back to the live review podcast where we watch it once through Instagram segments as we know live yes. to give you our real thoughts in the moment our authentic thoughts without any influence without anyone's opinions affecting uh-huh. what we think and feel yep raw unfiltered unsolicited oh. that's us mm. <laughs> this sounds quite hot sounds like a grinder profile <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> we, we really need to find a professional way of really explaining how we do things <laughs> because starting instead to of wandering yeah. in such tawdry territory <laughs> yeah. oh. i'm not that kind of girl oh no anymore the homosexuals i wouldn't associate with right them. i think oh. they're about too much none too of that much. thank you and we've also, FYI, we're also now covering Canada because Tom twisted my arm and forced <laughs> me to do Canada. I was Nina Williams from Tekken and I got him in a in a bone Aikido arm lock. Yeah. And uh, there, there we go. Because she's that kind of girl. That kind of now, girl. Now, everyone knows we're doing season five UK, Loving the Girls. It's episode nine. We know what's going to be a rose. But the mm-hmm. first thing I want to say is this. I know for a fact that down the road in Manchester, mm-hmm. Michael Maruli is a guest host for oh. a viewing party. And that kind of scares me. Do you know, I, I so do sometimes think the... One downside about doing this podcast that we love doing so much is that we can't go to viewing parties. Yeah. Um, having said, I know what you mean, because in the tradition of Roscoe's, they have a habit of spoiling the queen who's going home because they I often so- appear and it's advertised beforehand. However, it's not an absolute rule. And we know this is a roast today. And I'm not being funny. I I don't want to jinx Michael, but I cannot see Michael going home. We don't want to jinx Monsoon, Michael. <laughs> no. You're, you're right. But I, I don't like that this is what's happening. We'll get into it into a bit more detail, but I honestly see here we've got two comedians and two queens who are funny, but not necessarily comedians. Say their names. Who, who are you talking about? Didi and Tamara. Okay. There's a difference between being a funny girl who makes people laugh and doing a stand-up comedy set. Mm. I would know being an expert on stand-up comedy. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I remember meeting a, um, a comedian mm-hmm. who, who worked professionally as a comedian. He was the most quiet guy mm. um, that I've ever met. He was quiet. He didn't want to... He was actually quite antisocial. Mm. And we were, we were drinking we were drinks at one of our friends' place in Sydney in this lovely apartment. And he came along with um, his girlfriend who was friends with my friend. Mm-hmm. And I I would never have guessed that he was a comedian. He was the most antisocial person. Very judgmental, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> um person that i've met and i guess there's just a different personality i guess they come alive and a lot of the times what i always think about comedians is that they're always sitting down looking at how to make the situation a set 
Every everything situation, is research, everything I guess, is, yeah, everything. Mm. I always felt like he was sitting there, and, and I, I could just see him saying, "So I went to a party one day, and there were these, <laughs> you know, these pretentious people." My girl, I read it there because do you know what he didn't like, and this is what I always think about carafes. What, what do we? What do we have? Uh, uh, we, we've got a carafe. The wine. What, what do you put the wine in? Carafe. Is that what? The, no, it's not called a carafe. It's called a wine. Uh, the, what, you put the wine a in wine to urinate. Yeah, a wine holder to, to aerate the wine, mm -hmm. an aerolator. So we have the, we we have this thing where you aerate wine. So you pour because that's who, that's the gaze we are now. Yeah, we, we pour we, red wine into a carafe type thing. Yeah, because we've been told it needs to aerate, oh, what's and that's it who we are. What's it called? I honestly think it's a carafe. Is it? No, I don't think that's the name. Anyway, <laughs> he was really anti the fact that we had a carafe, and he was he was going off, and he and he went and he actually went away into the lounge to sit by himself. Because he didn't like the fact that we were, we were using a carafe and we were pretentious. I mean, I think that's a problem, to be honest. If you're that annoyed because people are using a carafe, then I think you need to take a long, hard look at yourself, I would say. It's just, it's just hard to find out what a comedian is. And, you know, everyone's everyone's different. But that was I, my experience yeah. as a professional comedian. I was just like, you're really into social and they pay you? So he does. He does cruises and they pay him to do cruises uh, and do, uh, as a comedian do stand-up comedy. And I was thinking, I don't think... I would pay to, to hear you say anything. You, that, you've been quite mean. I don't think there's any hard and fast um, personality type with comedians. I know that um, Anna, who's one of our regular listeners, is, is a, does stand-up comedy sets and she's a comedian. She writes comedy as well. Seems like a very lovely person. And I think... Um, I think there is this trope, isn't there, of the, like, the tortured stand-up comic. The person who is... Um, who has real difficulty in their personal life. And perhaps relating to other people, but comes alive on stage. And I don't know, perhaps there's something about that where the, their experiences and their observations fuel a certain kind of acerbic and witty observational comedy. Maybe they just have a different point of view to many other people that lends itself to comedy. I don't know. There are so many embellishments that come along within the stories mm. of the comedians. And it's actually come into light a lot very recently, mm. we've seen, I can't remember his name, he's a, he's a very, very famous comedian who's come under um, attack lately because they're saying that a lot of his jokes didn't really happen. But then other comedians are standing up. Whoopi Goldberg is one of them. Whoopi Goldberg mm. came on The View saying that, well, that's, the, that's what comedians do. We embellish. We create oh, yeah. stories to of make course. it funnier. Of course things don't <laughs> happen like that, but we need to make a certain situation funny. Do so people that's what think that every stand-up comedy set is like a true-to-life like yes, documentary-style recounting? Tom, I thought, yes. <laughs> I, I, did, so I felt like, oh, really? And then, again, quite recently, there's a comedian who I used to follow on, um, on, on social media called Matt Rife and he's come under huge attack. I think I've seen the name. I don't know why. He's a really pretty we, boy. Was he's he a, making really sexist jokes? Yes. Okay. He's a, he's a really pretty boy. Like he's ridiculously beautiful. And um well, he's, hooray for him. Yeah, and he's been <laughs> exactly <laughs> and he's kind of got his fame from being attractive. Uh, maybe he is funny, I don't know, but the only reason I followed him is because I was like, You're really pretty. 
and so a lot of the women b- became a, his big fan base. It really propelled him into the spotlight. Now he's got his Netflix special, and the first thing that he's done in his special is a joke about domestic violence and really going against a lot of the audience who really propelled him Pretty into much the fame. betraying his fan base exactly. there by the sounds of it. Exactly. So I can get why people would be like, I mean, we, going into this episode, obviously, we, we say on a regular basis that we do feel that, like, in a roast, it's no holds barred. The rules of polite conduct are suspended as long as you're being funny. And you've got to go into a roast like this with your eyes open and kind of like leave 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 your sensitivities at the door in a way obviously i respect and validate people's sensitivities to whatever jokes may be offensive to them however if you're putting yourself in a roast situation and observing it then it's it's kind of no holds barred i think however i can i can see why people would be angry at that chap if he's really alienating his fan base in that way it feels like a betrayal i would imagine i guess it is um mm. but you wouldn't like it because you're you're saying exactly what you just said. It's a betrayal for me. The darker the joke, the better. I actually, we both I, really I like actually didn't humor. think I actually didn't think it was bad. So, so um yeah. So feel free to unfollow. <laughs> I poly- I'll send up my apology online. Uh, I'll use a YouTube apology as per usual. You're Thomas, basically Andrew Tate at l- this point. Yeah, let's get into the episode. Let's get into the Queen's our, fa- our favorite. Like first of all, I, I want to yeah. say that I don't want to see Michael go home. I don't like that she's doing this viewing thing in Manchester, but you know. Hopefully it's a red herring. Tom, mm-hmm. we are now down to D-Delicious, mm-hmm. Michael Maruli, yes. Ginger Johnson, and uh, Tamara Thomas. Do you notice with those, not quite, but they're nearly all alliteration. D-Delicious, Tamara Thomas, Michael Maruli, Ginger Johnson. Well, it's a ginger. It's a ginger it sound. A still a ginger sound, isn't it? Oh my God, what does this mean? Were they selected from the beginning because of their naming style? Yeah, Tom. Vicky yeah. Vivacious didn't make it, though. Vicky Vivacious. She's well, well, she'll have plenty she's gonna, to... We've seen the preview <laughs> from have... last week. Vicky's going to snatch that moment. We're she's going to snatch it like a pterodactyl. Now, we all know that these... I know for a fact that the queens are going to be great. But, you know, one thing that we like to do is we like to delve into the past. You know, mm. like memory lane. Ooh. Memory lane. We like to let you listeners know that we know... Drag race. We've been there since. Yeah, we've been there. Well, certainly and Drag Race UK, we've been there since the beginning. That's why we started this podcast. Exactly. Let's go into the, some of the seasons prior mm-hmm. and talk about some highlights. Now, let's start at season two where they had their first roast for the UK. Doesn't it surprise you season one didn't have a roast, though? Because it was an established trope in US Drag Race and they had some really funny girls. Can you imagine Bagger, Viv, well, we've seen Viv, we'll come to that in a sec, but Bagger, Viv and Davina doing a stand-up set. Vinegar? Vinegar would have been great. I mean, mm. that would have been great. Maybe but, some of the other girls as well, but they would have really stood out. Absolutely. But season two, mm-hmm. the standouts for me, Bimini. Bimini was just amazing. She was such a revelation. Very a smart comedy. Very quotable. Um, she was great. She looked gorgeous as well. She looked like a kind of Hitchcock heroine, I remember. Really, really beautiful. Bimini was great. Who was in season two was great. Um not Ellie Diamond. Oh, man. <laughs> cock, cock. Ellie Diamond likes cock. Yeah. Oh. I remember us being absolutely bewildered. She, you know what? Can we go through every season and see who got the Tamara Thomas treatment? 
Ellie did. Ellie got the Tamara Thomas treatment in Ellie's season so two. lovely and she's such a great designer. She's got so many great qualities. But, you know, there were several examples of Ellie just be given that little tug along because Rue liked her a lot, I think. Yeah. Uh, my thought about that was that um, she wanted her to be like the youth the youth kind of fashion queen youth, yeah, appeal. Youth appeal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, who else? I mean, a horror. Mm, Taste doing a whole thing about beans and toast. I mean, she loves beans on toast. I'd listen to her talk about beans on toast. I, I just to look at her, frankly, just feast my eyes on her. I don't. I, I, it wasn't. It was a no for me. I remember that much. Remember Lawrence living up to her reputation as a comedy queen. She was just just pipped to the post by Bimini with the judging. Mm, okay, but Lawrence really? was really funny. Lawrence? I don't remember that much of Lawrence. She just she just is a funny girl. She's got funny bones. Like Lawrence was good. I think Bimini really stole the show for me. When we go to season mm. three, we have Al of a day. Real revelation. Like Bimini, she was like the, the girl who like. Well, I guess the thing with Ella during her season, and we commented on it at the time, and many people did, is she was somewhat introverted in the workroom, which is fine. That's her personality. You know, I'm something of an introvert. Um, it, it's great. Let's celebrate the introverts. But she really like came alive in certain situations. Girl group challenge, snatch game, and the, the comedy roast was one of them. She was fantastic. She was great. I remember. What I remember, I remember coming on there and then... The whole anus bus. She came for <laughs> yes. anus because I love a day. That's a weird name. Who was his weird name? Anus bus. Anus, anus, anus bus. bus. And then <laughs> she was on the bus and then yeah. she came for Victoria Scone because she yeah. was gone before they found out how to say her name. Mm-hmm. And then she mm-hmm. read, she read the Veronica, Veronica Green. <laughs> that is not a hairline. That is her forehead trying to run away from that face. <laughs> <laughs> the the lovely the, the lovely words that she had she I was mean, really good when she especially when she came for the girls last week um it was crystal played a fashion robot yeah talk a, a, about a, robot- type, a robotic fashion girl robotic fashion girl yeah and then she says talk about typecast <laughs> very good like, that was just she was the gift they kept giving. Now, when we look at the other side of that, and you remember the cringe moment that was Vanity oh. Milan. Again, like, Queen with so many talents, amazing lip syncer, but comedy was... Well, stand-up comedy was not her forte. I mean, the moment where she tried to... When the girls were heckling, and then she tried to... She, she literally took the mic off, walked up to the front of the stage, <laughs> and like, oh, 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 look at you, trying to... Looking like a... Like a... Like a green thing <laughs> and you there with your your tits out like what? She, she, I, I was like oh damn you know when you she, she, when she took the mic off the yeah. stand and she walked to the front I was like she's gonna do damage everyone take cover and girl she was giving me like stutter or, she was giving me like I know all she needed was Alaska in the background going burn <laughs> That was, and that happened more than once. It was just, it was. I remember Kitty oh. being pretty good. I think she got positive reviews. Kitty was good. Kitty's a funny girl. Yeah, well, Kitty was mixed, but more good. More yeah, good, I, I mean, Ella was the clear winner, but oh, like, was Kitty no was good as well. And I, I seem to recall Crystal again. I mean, robotic fashion girl. Was. Crystal suffered. She had- and the best thing is that she got that lovely heckle by mm. RuPaul. 
She's like, well, RuPaul said I was born to do drag and then I'm great at <laughs> not anymore. That was good. That, that was, was funny. Good. That yeah, was yeah, funny. Yeah. And I love it when you see Ru really getting into it. Yeah. Not just heckling, but sometimes she, you know, she, like for Ohora, when Ohora was saying that my, my grandma was such a slut and she was stuttering a yeah, lot. Yeah. And then um, RuPaul jumped in. She goes, how bloody is she? Yeah, like, yeah, there, yeah. There are so many great moments when Ru's, you know, had her coffee in her and she is actually into the episode. I think, she, you know what? Ru just loves to laugh. Oh, she's like you when she's Tom, one of those she people like loves me to laugh. Like, you just, you're a rare breed. You just love to laugh. You're just one of those people. You know the people that have those, you know, <laughs> those frames, live, life, love? Yeah. Mine's just going to be laugh, laugh, laugh. It is, I think it's laugh, chortle, guffaw. <laughs> That's it. That, that mine's gonna be there. Yeah. I want that for my Christmas present. Oh my god! Yeah, we'll look um, into it. And then there was season four, which was a political style roast. That's right. What was it? The erection. That's it. General erection. General erection. And Danny Beard. Well, there was no she competition. I I still remember that joke. She goes, "Now you know Liverpool's a rough place. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a drug bust. You know, a, a story about." There's a big behind house this. behind the central library, it, yeah. and I was just as shocked as everyone to find out <laughs> that we had a library. <laughs> I was just like, she was very she was good. Great. It's little, that self-deprecation, isn't it? Absolutely. Read it yourself was, before you read somebody else. A, and it was also just like her facials, where she would it, just little things in her face, the mm-hmm. physical. It was just she was the complete package. She walked out and she owned the room she started it off she started it so strong she set the bar she warmed up the crowd she was great i seem to recall jumbers surprising us but she went in character quite drunk didn't she mm. but it had some great jokes in there i seem to recall chadda funny that she is took us on a bit of a long walk and was a little too cerebral but definitely got some laughs definitely yeah. got some laughs mm-hmm. I, I think it was I mean, she is lovely. It was just a bit too lecture-like. But, you know, that, that's, it was that's a, it our was cheddar. A, that's our a, cheddar. That's why we a, love her. It was a comedy TED Talk. Let's, let's it, was keep, a comedy it was a comedy TED, TED talk. talk. You know, it's the kind of thing that I kind of felt like I wanted a cup of cocoa and a blanket on my yeah. knees and just let's enjoy Let's get comfortable. Her. It's yeah. not going to be... It wasn't like jokes, mm-hmm. jokes, 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 jokes. It yeah. was just like, okay, Black she's going to take us somewhere. Black Pepper was there, as I recall. The lovely, gorgeous, you know, one of the fashion queens of the season. She yeah. was there. Yeah, yeah. And um, her comedy roast proved that she is a pretty girl. Who can lip sync the house down. Yeah. And is gorgeous. But, uh, yeah. Was there somebody else? Um, this, this is terrible. Oh, Pixie was there. Pixie didn't live up to... No, she didn't. Because she was funny in confessionals. She was funny in the workroom. But there was something about Pixie where... I think her self-esteem difficulties got the better of her when it came to like really switching it on on stage. You know, there was just in general, there was mm, Pixie. Mm. Pixie just wasn't, I think, I, I don't know if it was nerves or it was pressure to live up there to her expectation. There was a lot going on with Pixie, I but think. But I don't think she really relaxed into She did not. The You're very, very right. There was, there was something going on behind mm. the eyes with Pixie where she wasn't 100% present. 
Um, and that's all the ones that have been in, on the actual conventional UK season, but we can't not mention our international representation. Viv didn't get a chance to do a roast on her original season, but she did two comedy stand-up sets on um, All Stars 7 and knocked her out the park both times. Yes. She got a win for one of them. I think she'd had a win for both of them. There was one where she was drunk. Yeah, she did a character piece. And the other one was just a straight-up fantastic professional roast. Um, I can't remember, did she win that one? Or was that the one where they, they gave Trinity a bit of a Most Improved award? It was really the Trinity Most Improved. That was for the All-Stars one. I mean, she should have had a star for both of them. And I, I will die on that hill. Okay. Because it's not much of a hill, to be honest. It's just the truth. Yeah, okay. And I remember... <laughs> Calm down. What else are they? No one's fighting you. This is a safe <laughs> space. I don't know who, you, who you're fighting right now. Well, you know, you know. Um, and Victoria Scon uh didn't get a chance to didn't make it to the roast on season three but was fab in canada versus the world and was top two that week just did great kind of like lesbian stand-up energy which i love just that like fun sardonic um you know just lesbian sapphic energy just love it she was fantastic it was great i mean Mm. there's there's a good reputation for having some funny queens here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to bet on this week's winner, given only what you've seen through the series, yeah, who's going to be the winner this week? Do I just have to name one? Well, give me two. Well, I just think it's going to be it's going to be two halves, isn't it? It's going to be Ginger and Michael giving really, really good, funny, solid, well thought out professional comedy sets because it's. It's just part and package of what they do. Um, and then there'll be Didi and Tamara. And I think Tamara will give us laughs, but she'll have her fabulous Tamara chaotic energy that just might not translate to a proper roast. I don't think Tamara can do any wrong. Not I think Tamara, in the judges' eyes. Tamara in the judges' eyes is going to get the Ellie Diamond, where Ellie Diamond was just, you know, putting on that. I love cock, cock. <laughs> and I went on a date with a guy and I asked him if he liked it. And he said, no. It was just Wasn't there so... a, 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 an imaginary frog in there? I There was something y- weird yeah, like Yeah, I have to kiss so many frogs before I find my prince. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, 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 he just went into this this really... She dissociated. It was, it was that, unusual. Do you know what? It was. You can tell that she was a fan of... Who was her snatch game? Yeah, Little Britain. She was a fan. She was a very fan, a huge fan of Matt Lucas Mm. and his comedy series because her comedy roast definitely was birthed from that family of comedy. Yeah. It was definitely a character from there where she took and put it into a comedy set. Yeah. And that's what she thinks comedy roast is. Because that's funny. Yeah. So she thought, this is what I think is going to be funny to everyone. This is my humor. Um, But I do think that Tamara can't do any wrong, especially from last week. Didi's going to be there. She's going to she's gonna prepare some jokes <laughs> and we're going to see how that goes. Like, you know, again, she's another queen who's just like, you know, she's charming. She's cute in the confessionals and stuff. And she's funny when it comes to lip syncing, you know, but um, I don't think it's going to translate to a comedy roast. In walks the girls from the maxi stage and the lip sync. And right there in the middle, we see our lip sync assassin of the oh, season. Yeah, who yeah. is Diddy Delicious and she is the lip sync assassin. I, I agree. Period. I mean, there's, there's no t- debating it. She's won three lip syncs. Everyone's a bit upset that 
um, she stayed, and I'm seeing online a lot mm-hmm, of things mm-hmm. like I've seen that. I'm seeing a lot of people saying you sent the wrong girl home. Um, no, if, mm-hmm. if it's based on the lip sync, the right girl went home. We said what we said last week, and we stand by it. I mean. Um, I love Kate and I miss her dearly. And it seems like the girls in the room do as well. And Didi, Didi actually seems to feel quite sad for having sent her friend home. But it is what it is. And this roast, let's face it, this roast would have been richer for having Kate there. I can only hope that she's on an All Stars or Versus the World season well, if she wants to be. We did put up a post on Twitter but and Instagram did. about and our dream cast. And it went viral it, people it did do it viral there a lot of people they got really involved we've got a lot of lovely comments a lot of lovely messages a lot of um people showing that they wanted other people a lot of people just you know feeding into my viral promotion my, my viral posts and i just say as long as you're there it helps my my, uh, <laughs> my algorithm and it, it was an absolute dream cast, wasn't it? In the sense that, like, if you look at All Stars one or two, just like powerhouses all round, absolutely. Because we had five seasons to choose from. I did deliberately leave out anybody who's been on a versus the world or other All Stars or is rumored to be on one coming up. Yeah. There are a few queens that you definitely noticed weren't mm. there. But you'll find on our Twitter that we'll be doing more of these things. Um, Little fantasy all-stars. Because what we think, it really matters. And we should have more power. I don't know why we don't have more power. I should have tagged in BBC Drag Race UK. I mean, they need help. Absolutely. Guys, just call us. So, this is a roast. We're seeing, we say goodbye to Kate because Kate has won the lip sync, sorry, because Dee Dee has won the lip sync, yeah. and they've just been told that it's going to be a roast, the Gladiators roast. I'm excited about this because I was obsessed with Gladiators. Well, to be honest, I only saw the American Gladiators growing up because, you know, I'm from New Zealand and we got U- USA programming mostly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, I'm a, you know, it's a bit of a generational thing. Anybody who's a, a bit younger than us or not from the uk or uh, anyway people might not know what it is but it was basically you'd get members of the public who were who kind of like they were fitness enthusiasts and they'd have to go head to head with these like steroid pumped <laughs> glamazons and uh, and hunks um in different things like they'd have to do dual and gauntlet where they'd have to like um they'd have to stand on a platform and like hit them with these giant cotton birds or they'd have to run through this tunnel and they'd all stop them and then the ultimate thing at the end was the eliminator and it was this obstacle course that everybody wanted to go on um and the last bit i know was this thing called the travelator and it was just like a a, like a you know like an escalator the wrong way around and like it was it was just amazing it was just amazing it was just like the height of um saturday night tv in in the uk well it's coming back and i think this is a bit of a promotion because a lot of the crossfitters have been approached and they are a lot of crossfitters are on the show for both the uk and the australia there's another there's a uk one there's australia one or american one Mm -hmm. and all three of them there's very popular crossfitters in them that's interesting they've tried reviving it a couple of times actually they did it on sky a few years ago i mean one of my favorite everybody had their favorite gladiator and like they all had names like jet and lightning and they were like the gymnastics ladies who were like really really like pretty but really athletic and then there was the bad guy wolf 
And um, it was like Hunter and Shadow. It was amazing. I loved it. Well, that's the theme for this roast. It's the dragiators or the glad whatever it's, it's that's the roast <laughs> and because Didi won she gets to choose the order mm-hmm. now I love what Didi says she says I'm going to put myself first good girl and whatever Ginger and Michael want they're not getting and she followed up that very honestly because she, she really puts did. Michael last when she asks specifically for first Ginger who said <clears throat> I don't mind where you put me mm-hmm. that could have been a very easy I'll put you last then but she pointedly put Michael last. She did. She seems to feel most intimidated by Michael in this situation, I think. Mm. And then she just gave Tamara Thomas the world. I do think it was a bad decision of Dee Dee to put herself after Tamara. Because the, the judges love Tamara. And she does have this natural funniness about it. So do you think that she should have put herself first? Yes, I do. Okay. I think because she's an inexperienced comedian, at least, as Ginger says, she'll be the only mm. one to do her jokes. I think that she didn't want to go first the because she's not a comedian girl. Mm-hmm. So I thought that the worst <clears throat> of the three... For her, mm-hmm. is well, she'd rather go with Arthur tomorrow than Ginger or Michael, which is correct. Which is correct. If you're not, if, you, if you're not confident going first, yeah, then that would be that's the next best option. The, yeah, that's the next best thing. So I think that's what she did. I um, I'm curious to see how it goes. I mean, we've talked about this many times. I would always want to go first, mm-hmm. understanding that it is also. You know, it is a good thing. That way you get your jokes out first. That's one pro. But then you have to think about the fact mm. that you're walking into a cold audience. Yeah, yeah. You have to warm up the crowd. Mm-hmm. You you set the tone for everyone else. I mean, there's, there's other things that work mm-hmm. against you for going first as well. The crowd is going to be the eliminated queens, which I love, by the way. I think they should do this with all roasts. I think it just sets up a really fun dynamic and it's an opportunity for a reunion. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I, I just, you know, can't let an Alexis Michelle reference go by. You know, maybe she could close out the show and uh, let me cook. Oh. <laughs> this is the order. This is what we're thinking. I mean, we're really talking about previous uh, seasons. And we're talking mm-hmm. about what we think already. But if I... Knowing, knowing the order, I think, mm-hmm. what in my mind, tomorrow's going to go there high energy. And then Didi's going to have to follow that energy. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm going to, I don't know how she's going to do that. But then Ginger's going to, the, the person who's going to get the best, who's got the best slot is Ginger. Ginger's yeah. going, Ginger yeah, she is, has. as if she, she has, needs another yeah. win. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got every faith that Ginger's just going to put together a really funny set here. As I think Michael is, and I kind of, in a way, think that their placements are irrelevant. Then they're going to do a good job everywhere. But you're right, Ginger benefits the most from this, I think. Yes, and then Michael, the thing about Michael, Michael, you do have the best spot if you've got a great set because then it becomes mm-hmm. memorable. But then if it's not great, if you do do a... Who a Michael, a Michael? Sorry, if you do do a who's gone last and bombed? Oh, our lovely Did she go last? Yes, she closed. Where's your favorite color girl? Uh, Where's your favorite color girl? (laughs) Tamar, do you watch the show? (laughs) She went last with all the confidence in the world. She went last, (laughs) but who else has struggled in a roast that's supposed to have been good? I think it's rare the people who are supposed to be good really struggle 
if we think of all the UK girls we've just spoken about, I think the outcomes were reasonably expected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do you know what I can't. I do not have enough recall of the order of any of the roasts to know who was bombed at the end. Taste closed season two. Taste was the closer. Did Dayla go last? Dayla in season six. No, no, no. She got heckled right off. <laughs> so, I mean, Last like, was Bianca Del Rio. Obviously, she killed it. Yeah. Um, my parents thought it was important that I stay true to my Spanish, my Spanish heritage. So my first words were, housekeeping. <laughs> I, I remember when I first Reading heard, herself before she reads I remember when else. I heard that joke, I thought it was like, I was so amazed. Was your mind blown? It was just because <laughs> it was offensive and it was brilliant. And I loved it. I loved it. No, so the closer was Tace. Yeah. The closer for season three was um, Pixie Polite. No, it was she's in season four. Sorry. Um, Pixie closed season four, did she? Yeah. Maybe that is an example then, because there was an expectation on Pixie to be funny, but she struggled. I think... Uh, That's the episode she went home, wasn't it? Dirty Rice closed off season three. <laughs> Vanity. Yeah, I, okay, well... But I don't think we expected Vanity to smash it, to be honest. Mm. Um, no, I'd, I, I'd have to like rewatch some roasts to like think of funny girls went last bombed. It's time for us to talk about the actual drag leaders. The roast. Let's, Let's just call it the roast. Let's roast just... to cook in. <laughs> Let's get this roast to cook in. <laughs> <laughs> now, we are starting off the night. Opening the night is Tamara Thomas. Tom, yeah. I want you to take it away. What did you think about her comedy roast? Well, she brought high energy and confidence, which is what we come to expect and love from Tamara. The volume was high. The energy was up. And do you know what? She woke up the room. She did wake up the room. She woke up the dead. Right? Am I right? <laughs> ladies, am I ladies, right? Ladies, am ladies, I right? am I right? <laughs> uh, yeah, she really, really did. So um, were there jokes in there? There were. There were some jokes in there. I liked the one about the confused looks on your face. Is that because Kate Butch beat you all? I enjoyed that. That was fun. Um, I like the Monster Munch. Anybody who's not from the UK, Monster Munch are a, are a, a crisp, a, a chip, as you might say, um, that are shaped like literally monsters' feet. So that was funny about Naomi Carter's feet. Um, she stumbled a couple of times, but she breezed through. It's this, this confidence of hers. Like, yeah, there were a couple of stumbles, but she powered through. She didn't let us know that she was phased so you know she brought the energy she's kicked off this roast for me you know whenever you go to for example if i was to go to a a drag show and Mm. it was bianca da rio Mm -hmm. then they usually have someone on beforehand a host on to hype (laughs) up the crowd okay okay i felt like she wasn't the actual set she was the host, the hype per- she was a hype person. Okay. You know that that person that's like there to warm up the crowd and introduce the next person. Mm-hmm. I got that more of that energy because she, she actually did that. She got this. She hyped up the crowd. She was loud. Yeah. And I, I and I kind of this is what I I thought this would happen. I knew this would happen. Tamara Thomas would be funny in the way where it's just loud, wild. And that's just kind of. Who I agree she with is. you. It is. It's a bit. It's a bit like, like a kind of five-year-old performing to entertain her mum. Rue, in this case, 
Um, and you love her for it. It's cute. Um, mm. But she's like going hell for leather with this really scattergun approach. Did you laugh at her jokes or were you laughing more at her? Be honest. More at her, but yeah. there were a couple of jokes in there, like like I've mentioned. The, the finale bit was just wild. I feel like her comedy is more, I'm going to be something to laugh at. Mm. more so than I'm going to tell jokes. Well, she set up this dynamic with Rue where, like, Rue laughs and Tamara is, like, escalating and escalating to continue to get laughs from her. And I don't blame her for that. She's there to entertain Rue. There's a line that she says at the beginning, which is, like, in front of all of you ugly bitches or you losers. Mm. And then, you know, everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. And Vicky's just there sipping a drink. <laughs> I not, saw that. Not laughing. <laughs> Vicky was just she was like, like, you better not be talking about me. She was just like, oh, I know you're not talking about me. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know for a fact you are not talking about me, Vicky Vivacious, Miss and Queen. I like the fact they gave the girls a drink. Oh, like, God. Nice that they could have a little sip on something. But there we go. That's Tamara's set. The energy is high. Next up, we have Dee Dee, who knows who's um, gladiator. Her name is Dee Dee Decimator. Dee Dee Decimator, yes. I want to say this, you know, no one works harder than Dee Dee. She is a workhorse. She bloody well is. Um, And such a great ethic from a young queen. Mm. I really do like her. Now, I want to say this, she came prepared. Yes, yes. She came with jokes. She did. There were elements of this that really impressed me. Absolutely. Mm. I mean jokes 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 i mean i loved it now i'll tell you my some of my favorites she came in the knocker with no knockers (laughs) i mean we all know that michelle's gone through quite the journey with her breasts yes her breasts and getting them removed and so it was really risque and of course those are the best jokes it it was a vicious one that one but it's a roast it's a roast the knocker with no knockers Mm. i loved it and then when she's reading rupaul guess who's back in the house (laughs) walking stick click clack get about i was like there was such a good way of reading her mm. without being too like harsh and there's such a there's so there is a line with the reading report yeah it has to be funny you want to give her a gentle chiding yeah yeah it has to yes. be the gentlest of gentles yes yes and then and then we see things like when she was reading alexa saint pete you can tell it's a pre-made joke so she was saying that yeah the blonde girl with ambition and you know hi she was she was in green as alexis rightly pointed out so that was a bit of a faux pas really and it showed like she should have just taken that joke out. She should have. Yeah. Or she should have, like, tried. I mean, I mean, if she had the skills, she could have changed it to, you know, told you not to wear green. Like, something she, she yes. could have. She could have bring. She you could, could have, be a comedian. She could have. Well, she should have changed that, uh-huh. but she still went with it. And it was quite strange. I'm like, why did you. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Like, it's, she's very obviously not. I, th- I think it comes back to what you say about her being a queen who prepares. Mm. She. And she commits. I like. I thought her energy was very, very good, though. I thought she was confident in delivery, and like I said, there were good jokes. What were some of your other favorite jokes? The one uh, Vicky Vivacious. I mean, Vicky being with the horniest drag queen she's ever met, which is oh, true. Remember funny. her reading challenge where she was yeah, just yeah. saying that I don't know whether to something or to fuck you. It was like, feed you or fuck you. I was like, um, 
Okay. <laughs> that was a good how's your, time. How's your fiance? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's your well, fiance no, based? It, it doesn't take a, what was it? It's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a community it's not project. A community, oh, it's, not a community project. <laughs> it's not a community project. Like she really tried to make fear happen. She really tried to make fear happen. I wonder if that'll come up again today. <laughs> now she well following that read about her being the horny drag queen, she said your name should be Vicky Viagra because your performance at the reading challenge was an absolute dysfunction. Really good I joke was like, that that's I a thought. really really great joke she, yeah. when she was reading Kate how she's like an airport absolutely terminal and the departure was delayed very good I thought that was an excellent joke and it got really good in two parts she built on it it was very very funny there are things that then there were two jokes that were just a bit like mm, for me I, I know what like, you're going to say. I don't like people that use other people's jokes, especially if they're on the same program. Mm-hmm. When she was like, Tamara, there's two things that are fake about Tamara. Her face. I L- mean... Latrice said that. And I think other people have said it. I, I think it's been said more than once. I think Ruth said it. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, absolutely that. Yeah. And you don't want to... You don't want to... You want everything to be original. And, and it's a bit like, kind of, like, hmm, is Tamara two-faced? No. I'm not sure that's a trait I associate with her. And then there's the other one that we heard before in the season five roast of uh, RuPaul with with, with Alaska. Um, Which was like Michael Moroli. Every time she farts, all you hear is... Alaska was like, RuPaul is so old. Every time she opens her legs, all you can hear is... Yeah. And, and you know, it's a really funny joke, but... I, it, it, we've heard that one before. Yeah. So then it's just... I like jokes that really keep me in the fantasy mm-hmm. of you being the creator and you being the f- the source of the yeah. comedy. And I did lose that a bit. Like when I, when I go back to Elle of a Day, Elle of a Day said, I think one or two jokes that I knew weren't hers because mm-hmm. I've heard it before. Yeah. The one where she was saying to Veronica Green, that is not a forehead, that, that is not a hairline. That's not a forehead. That's a hairline running away from her face. <laughs> I've said that to someone. Okay, okay. I I know that joke. I've Sounds heard like you should that be up joke. on this stage. No, but I'm saying this. It's not original. <laughs> I've heard it. Yeah. So I want to be. I want to be completely lost in a world where you are the god of humor. Yeah, you're the wittiest person. And I don't ever. want you to Cut make me sick and guess your humor mm. when you do things like this. They make me go. Actually, I've heard that before. Oh no. Mm. And then I start to. Think about all your other jokes that you've told. And I'm like, are they original? Mm-hmm, are you really mm-hmm. funny or are you just a parrot? But overall, I thought Dee Dee surprised me. She came prepared. She came with jokes. I had laughs. It was it was a good time. Do you know what? I'm looking forward to seeing what Ginger and Michael bring. Because so far, like, a lot of positives in this roast. Yeah. What do you think about Dee Dee? I thought she was good. Yeah. You agree with me because... Because you trust me I do. because it's original. What I, feel, I say is original, isn't I feel like it? I'm in safe hands with and then you. And you feel like you can trust me. And then I can imitate your opinion, yeah. Okay, let's hear it up for Geordie Walloper, Miss Ginger <laughs> Johnson, who, I mean, I'll let you go first, but I want to say that she was amazing. She was. She was really, really She killed fab. it. It was jokes, 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 to, to quote Chichi Devane. Um, yeah, it really was kind of like well thought out joke and punchline after one after another. I liked how she came in with this energy and did the funny wrestling moves. The jokes about Dee Dee. I mean, yogurt's more cultured than her. Um, more jokes about Naomi's toes, but she made them her own, made it funny. I like the one about looked like E.T. flicking through the phone book. Mm, but did, so when, she, when she did that joke, did a part of you go, mm. What, should she have taken it out? Yeah, it would kind of be done. Maybe, but it was 
I don't know, maybe it was funnier. Than, it would have been, you than, know what? Joke. When things like this happen, I always wish that they make reference to someone already saying it mm. to kind of get rid of the elephant in the room mm-hmm. and then add on to it. Mm-hmm. I think that way it kind of lets us know that she knows that we've heard it, but she's going to one up someone. There's yeah, something yeah. about that that I would have liked. Go on. Um, I particularly like the jokes about Michelle, your body's a temple, it's ancient. Put 50p in her box so she'll have a look around. Pensioners free on Sunday. It, you know, she's really good at building, building on jokes. And she did that with such finesse and professionalism, I thought. Yeah. Really, really funny. Very much enjoyed her. Same. You know, if I had to look at some things that would have made this so much more enjoyable mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and better, mm-hmm. as I wish that she didn't rush it so much i just felt like okay. it was just there was not room for you to really laugh and breathe breathe okay breathe i think she could have paced it better in my okay. opinion i enjoyed Do you think she was nervous i don't know what it was if it was nerves it was time if it was time constraint you know oh gosh her to write so smart i felt <laughs> a lot of this in this detox but i just wish that you know it wasn't it didn't feel so rushed mm. I felt like she was mm. like, guys, I've got a few minutes to hear to tell a joke, 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 joke. I get it. I, I wish it. it was more of a, you know, a pleasant pace. Mm. But she did have the jokes uh, and it was great. Like you said, the culture joke mm-hmm. when she went um, for Michael who paints with the back row, dot, 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 in Australia, <laughs> dot, 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 for the Institute of the Blind. And Again, exactly like, like what you said. Yeah. It's a joke that just adds in, adds on. And that's, those are kind of the best ones. Very good. I really enjoyed the physical comedy when she was a like, Kate Butch and then she flung out her cards and they they kind of <laughs> flopped down like you know a cartoon prop. it was good and it was like she wouldn't know good makeup if it came up and slapped her in the face which it never <laughs> will and Just, then her hairline being so hard that if it was a 90s RuPaul would have snorted it very I mean good. she is a very clever she's a very clever queen clever word she knows comedy she knows structure she, I mean Everything on paper was great. She performed great. I just wish there was a bit more pace. If, more, if I could more breathing, yeah. If I could mention one other thing, I, I, I just for the record, I thought she was fantastic. It's a minor quibble. I was surprised at how much she looked at her notes. And certainly, the, the the camera made a bit of a big deal of when she like proper like there was a moment she disconnected from the audience and bent down and looked at the notes it's a minor quibble because she was actually quite well connected with the audience the entire time i Mm -hmm. thought but i guess i was just surprised that she kind of needed them and looked at them well tom they've got like what two minutes absolutely and also how long have they had to prepare exactly three minutes Yeah, yeah. They're like, it's a minor quibble for a fantastic set. That's how it goes, Tom. Everyone, today's maxi challenge is a roast. The audience is already up there. <laughs> you got five minutes to do makeup and come up with a comedy set. That's um, literally... The queens uh, are out there. Um, Kate Bush is just putting on her makeup. So you've got about 20 minutes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm roasting. The, the roast continues here at Spilly the GNT. Come through. Again, great great genius set fantastic job ginger slight slight pacing issue slight uh over reliance on the notes closing of the show was michael maruli maruli the merciless and she was merciless and i want to say that i am no longer afraid that she is uh at manchester as the (laughs) guest host for the viewing party because in my belief she has won this 
episode. She and so let's just, I mean, let's just talk about it. She was great. She was professional. Bitch just walked out. Mm-hmm. Red Ginger, the girl before, <laughs> and then threw her cards at her. That was a power move. That was, that was, she laid the gauntlet. She, she really absolutely did. laid the gauntlet. She was like, oh, oh, here's some more cards. I thought there was a red. Here's some more cards for you to be reliant on. I just, because she was so reliant on the cards. She's demonstrating that spontaneity as well, because she couldn't have predicted that. It was absolutely a... It was I, a power move. You were not on my level. You would never be on my level. It was like, I don't care if I'm last. I'm closing out this. I'm going to let them in kick. <laughs> you should let them in oh, kick. Um, she was great. Just before we get into the jokes, I'd really like to hear what your faves were. She had the most authentic, to me, gladiators look. Because it was all big hair, lycra, um, oh. high cut leotard. I, I can guarantee you, I can see a baby Michael yeah. sitting in front of a TV. This would be a dream. Watching the show. Absolutely. She, like, I want to be like lightning when I grow up. She she, she, she obviously watched it growing up. Absolutely. So, we all wanted to be lightning when we grew up. Lightning or jet or... I loved Falcon, actually. She was so cool. She had a mullet. And she wasn't as like agile and like flippy, but she could pull a big bicep. So there was something cool about that. The, anyway, the jokes. The beautiful thing about Michael is that Although Michael had joke after joke after joke, she had the pacing. She did. She gave you. She gave you room to breathe and room Mm -hmm. to laugh. Do you know what I mean? Like there was a faith in her jokes. Oh, she knew she was funny. Mm. Oh my god, Kate's so ugly. Her vibrator went lip. That was very good. (laughs) And then she followed it up with the only big hardy she has in her life is depression. Very, very good. I love. It was dark, but Mm. it was dark. It was her delivery as well, and the way she like went down to her level and kind of like gave her a little sympathetic yeah, look. Yeah, aren't you depressed? Yeah, you're really depressed, <laughs> aren't you? Dark, yeah. dark subjects matter, but fantastically delivered. It was great. Um, it was a great set. Mm-hmm. To, I, what I liked as well, there was something about her that gave me like seasoned hostess vibes. The audience participation was very good. Everybody points at Tamara and say, filth. Yeah. It was very like, the bringing the energy up in a club and kind of having fun and getting you involved yeah keeping you interested keeping you in the set mm-hmm. and it's, you're you're so right because she also did that everyone say oh mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. dd yeah i mean she she had everyone in the palm of her hands she did she did Looked fantastic. Jokes were great. the The triple bypass one to oh, ginger was very very ginger, good. Triple badge winner. Yeah. Triple, triple threat. threat. Yeah. Triple heart bypass. Very good. I won't sugarcoat it because you're either too. Yeah. Okay. I have heard that. But this forgiveness because maybe she's a favorite. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it, was, it was just a very good, very good set of jokes. I mean, RuPaul, you have the angry, poisonous, hideous looking growth <laughs> yes. on your right shoulder. Yes. Oh, gosh. That was good. That was so good. And she did it. She did it right. You don't really read. Mm-hmm, read report mm-hmm. there's a there's a way that you read her yep w- with remaining you know reminding yourself that she is report absolutely so you kind of read around her mm-hmm. a lot read of the around, time yes. you read around her and exactly she she went for michelle michelle is so ugly the end very good slight reminder jinx. of jinx michelle visage is such a whore period, period. no seriously she's a slut <laughs> Um, slight, slightly reminiscent of that, but it was different. And, what, um, what about the um, 
Alan Carr is so gay, he can tell the colour of that the crayon by sitting good. on it. Very good. Like... But then she did a little movement and like a little facial oh, gesture. It's called, it's called a physical comedy, mama. She had it all. She was so, so good. What um, a great closing. What a confidence it. Very good. Before we see the runway to see if that factors in, I'd like to hear your ranking yeah, of the, the girls this evening. It's exactly the reverse order that everyone went in. <laughs> number one is Michael. Number two is Ginger. Number three is Dee Dee. Last was Tamara. I think you're right. I don't think I disagree with that at all. Wow, you're right sometimes. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> We're really into Silla Black memes surprise. this week. Yeah. <laughs> that's giving uh that, hello everyone that was me giving my uh silla black surprise surprise everyone let me introduce you to dr tom our fashion expert oh no i don't the, know about that the no, leader of our social media fashion page oh, that is viral no, constantly tom is fashion oh, tom is pure white couches <laughs> tom is prada versace okay Limos. did oh, i already say fashion because <laughs> that's who she is the category this actually. week is puffs on the runway <laughs> i like that tom is it the same here where puffs means like fag how dare you <laughs> is it beast beast how dare you how dare, how dare me Puff. how dare you <laughs> Um, yes, it is. Okay. Yes, many a times in the schoolyard was like... Medicon, a, a, medicon. Yes, to, to be Spanish. But I was called a, a, a puff in the schoolyard many a time. Oh, God, I was a good puff so many times. Mm. Not at school, mostly by my family, Let's reclaim, my cousins, reclaim it as my a badge uncles. Of honor. Oh, no, no. Proud puffs. Proud puffs nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm proud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, out walks, enough about our trauma, <laughs> out walks Didi Licious. Um, so Didi is instantly giving me Peppa Labasia. She's giving me Didi Labasia. She is. It's interesting that they didn't mention it on the runway. Perhaps she referenced it and, and it was cut, but I was in, I found the judges didn't make any Labasia jokes, which she's just, this is 100% Peppa Labasia's gold outfit from Paris is Burning during that iconic scene where she's just walking the ball and gagging the children. Um, I think she looks great. This is a lovely rec- recreation. Looks expensive. Yards and yards of gold lame. Big poof sleeves. She looks great. I agree. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, next up we have... I mean, I do like... I think this is a fabulous look mm-hmm. tailored to her, mounting on her skin. She looks like a beautifully wrapped white chocolate yes. in that, in that okay. golden wrapper. But it is very much... For me, I saw La Beja. I saw, uh, I saw Peppa La Beja as it's, soon as she the, walked out. It's the giant sleeves that really give it away. Is it the La Pouf? La Pouf's. The La Pouf gave it away. Yes, you're right. Next up, we have something different from Tamara Thomas. So she's wearing this. She, she's wearing clothes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, she's the first to admit it. She's wearing this uh, really quite lovely scarlet figure hugging lace number with I'm going to be really really a bit of a stickler. Is it on theme? Is a fishtail skirt poof? I mean... A fishtail... I mean, she looks gorgeous. That's the main thing. But you could critique her for being a little off theme. If I... There is such a thing as like a poof um, sort of fishtail. We've seen uh, in McQueen collections. um, We've seen Miss Sohee do it really, really beautifully. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, she looks gorgeous, and it's just a really nice, uh, different thing. It's still very body conscious. Uh, Are you top? Be be honest. It, it's not a poof to you. It's a it's just a normal fishtail dress. It is. It is not a poof to me. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I think she had this gorgeous dress and she made it fit the theme. But come through, economical queen. <laughs> mm. No, yes. don't judge her for that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she does look gorgeous. Really, really beautiful. It's Love beautiful seeing... because she's naked without being naked. That's it's it. so figure-hugging and it's just, it's just lovely. Dare I say, she's never looked sexier and she's so covered up. Yeah, it's mm. the tease, Tom. It's oh, the tease. Absolutely, you know. Um, next up, we have Ginger Johnson. Just giving classic Ginger. I think Ginger's conveyed such a good sense of her aesthetic um, throughout the season. You know, like a nod to classic fashion of the past, but always like wrapped in this quite um, uh, eccentric, colourful package. Um, I think she looks lovely. She makes reference to Scarlett O'Hara. And I can see that in um, the kind of the volume of the skirt, but not the length and the kind of like bardo shoulder, you know. Um, so really, really lovely. I like the volume of the skirt is kind of like a hoop going on. Um, and that I guess that's the poof element here. It's it's flared like a kind of like 50s Dior silhouette to me. So it's like a blend of different fashion elements. And I think she looks gorgeous. I love this look. And you know why I love it. It's colourful. It's cam. Mm. And I love the, I don't know if it's by design, but like the glass slipper slash the nude slipper makes mm. it look like she's on releve, like she's a ballerina yeah, to me. And there's nice. something beautiful about that. I really do like it. I love the outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Michael's outfit is just confirming the win michael is looking gorgeous camp and right on theme um she's and i like this as well because she says she was inspired by puffer jackets and like the hard girls that she grew up in very much kind of like in the 90s and noughties in the uk puffer jacket jackets were all the rage uh, but she's created this exaggerated drag confection out of it to me very very reminiscent of some of the montclair um genius collections where they've collaborated with big designers uh like richard quinn and um and other designers um and i just think this looks really cool i love the way she wears it um big big hair to go with it as well and that boot when she kicked it out and struck that pose it's a bit of a um angelina jolie at the oscars sticking that leg out pose isn't it it? Was, it was just correct everything about this outfit is correct if i'm gonna rank my favorite looks it's a toss between dd and michael mm, i think they all look great on the runway today again being really nitpicky tomorrow's a little off theme um but all looking really really gorgeous absolutely mm. they look stunning it doesn't change what i think the winner this week should be michael the bottom two lip syncing will be dd and tamara mm -hmm. and i'm excited to see this because how is she gonna dance in that outfit i don't how is tamara gonna dance i in would there? guess i would guess that's a detachable skirt okay tamara's no she's no dummy I, I'm, that would be an amazing lip sync to see. Could you imagine if Didi sent home a fair? Wow. I mean, okay, let's I'm, watch. I'm, I'm going to say, if, by the way, we spotted Caramel's not in the audience. Oh, yes, where is she? Yeah, she's definitely not there. And there were no jokes about her. So it's not like she's, she just wasn't there. So that's interesting, hmm. considering everybody else is there. Maybe we'll find, oh, okay. Um, we'll see who we think I want to win. I want to go see what the girls returning had to say. 
Okay, okay. Congratulations to Miss Michael Maruli. Congratulations. Three wins. Three wins, putting her right up there with Ginger. Uh, and both Michael and Ginger are through to the finale with Tamara and Didi lip syncing. Before we mention that, obviously, we did see the uh, rather dramatic Untucked with Vicky Vivacious having a moment. Turns out she's hated Didi for weeks. And yeah. she kept the lid on it. It's a bit surprising. They kind of came out of nowhere. Well, I don't think it was about that at all. I think Vicky, you know, with, with you know, she came in with a career, a reputation, a sense, you know, a sense of perfectionism, striving. I don't think she was very happy to see somebody who she considers an ingenue making it to the top four. I, I think it was a bit more about that. Yeah. Because she was upset at Dee for an issue that she wasn't involved with. And that yeah. kind of, that was a bit more... That was surprising. Like, if Alexis said it, mm-hmm. then it's a valid issue. Alexis is like, was, we're cool. It's exactly. If, if it was her, they brought it up. Yeah, okay, she hold resentment for that issue because it affected her and it was between them two. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't remember Vicky being... Yeah. Involved, she's, she's not even in shot at that point. Exactly, so I don't know why she's holding that resentment. I liked at um, Dee Dee for that. You're, I think you're absolutely right. I think that I, she didn't it's, like. It is. It's it's a bit of um, displacement. She's mad at RuPaul, but she's aiming at a Dee Dee. Um, I, I thought it was sweet of Ginger to step in and be a bit oh, of a peacekeeper. Ginger, Ginger, just a we love. Act. Yeah, Ginger, amazing. Yeah, um, Vicky, girl. <laughs> I mean, Vicky, oh, you're Vicky. great TV, darling. You know, you're great TV. It's like, it's girl, what's yeah. happening? Like, she... I would never have guessed that Dee Dee was the, you know, when it came to love some of you, that she was one of the ones excluded. I mean, did they all think it was Caramel? Well, Caramel thought it was Caramel. I mean, we'll never know, will we? <laughs> Let's look at this lip sync. It's two, one of my favourite songs, Any Linux. I love Bird. this song so much. Uh, uh, just side note, the the... If anybody's not seen the music video for this, it's fantastic. Annie Lennox is pregnant in it, and she has a lineup of, of drag performers uh, portraying different phases of a career. So it's a, it's a fantastic video, very, very pertinent. I've seen this video because you forced me to watch it. Uh, Several times. When we had drinks. When we have drinks, you have this weird thing where you're like, oh, watch this clip of Madonna doing Kung Fu. Oh, watch this Annie Lennox one where she's pregnant. And everyone, Can we watch this? Drag queens. You make me Obscure watch the, Shakespeare's sister video. You make me watch the weirdest things when you've had a few to drink. I'm, I'm sharing just like, Do you know with what? You. Do you know what? There's worse drunks out there. I'm sharing. It's you're, my way of sharing you're, love. You're, you're the gay drunk who wants to share your culture because yes. you're like, look at me. Look at what I know. Look I how cultured I am. basically invented Annie Lennox and Shakespeare. Be a sister. This lip sync was great, really good, really good. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say it. Somebody's it's, got it. Tamara Thomas versus Dee Dee. I, my eyes, whether it be the outfit, but I just kept find myself looking for Dee Dee Licious. Mm-hmm. She's a very compelling performer. Dee Dee had something where it was very much akin to when we saw. Um, would have Von do do the mm-hmm. um Shaka Khan yeah. lip sync against Jan my night when you know that she can do all these movements but she really held into that mm. emotion and Dee Dee did the same thing where we know Dee Dee can split we've seen her lip sync many a times but she really just fell into the emotion and mm-hmm. the character of that song adding in the little comedic flair that she does 
I th- I think Didi, I would have chosen Didi to win this. Not to say that, Tam- I mean, Tamara's a great performer, mm. but she was doing a lot of these sexy movements and like these like jazz kind of line, 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 ha, 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 mm. where mm. I don't think it really felt right for the song. Mm. Mm. I don't know. What, what do you think? Which I one were you I'm drawn in, to? I'm in agreement with you. I was drawn to Didi. I think she's a very expressive and compelling performer. Tamara was very fiery and very sexy, and I thought it was very smart of her to hike her skirt up so she could move more. So she's almost had like a flamenco quality. Um, having said that, I thought Didi embodied the song better. One thing that is going to come to play now is we're actually past the kind of fabled three lip syncs. We're at four lip syncs now for Dee Dee. Not only that, it's also Tamara Thomas. It's also Tamara Thomas. And Tamara didn't do a bad job at all. She actually did a very good job. Um, Tamara's got a win. She's favourite of the judges. It's her first time. Tamara's first time in the bottom two? Has she bottom two before? I think it's her first time. I think it's her first time in the bottom two. She did lip sync against Caramel, but that was, but that was for, for the, the win. win. Yeah, so it's her first time in the bottom two. So there's a lot of factors actually playing against Dee Dee here. So I think we're just going to see what the judges say. Well, I'm saying Dee Dee was the winner for this, of this lip sync for me. I am actually in agreement with you. Oh, Dee Dee's gone home. I mean, she went out on a high. Yes. And she seemed to be in really good spirits and she should be really proud of herself. I found her a very endearing presence throughout the season she's fab but talented queen but just like so plucky and determined yeah um real soft spot for her does feel like this is a fitting top three though um but who'd who'd have thought the three girls who got their first win in episode four um in the um the 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 panels challenge Uh, exactly uh, and the three girls from the northeast representing the geordies they've dominated the season and rightfully so they've been amazing Mm -hmm. amazing to watch so talented i'm looking forward to the finale yes i i mean michael ginger tamara for me it's for me it's definitely between Michael and Ginger, th- who have three wins. I think so too. I think so too. And there's really not much between them at all. All three are fabulously talented. We we say all along, we do have this sort of soft spot for these kind of old school, funny, can do it all workhorse queens. Um, but let's see what the judges think next week. And let's see that what the, it's a, the, a video to spotlight by R- RuPaul. RuPaul? RuPaul. RuPaul. Everyone, make sure you... You join us for the finale. Yes. And also, if you're watching Canada, listen up because we'll be doing that too. We'll be- now, this week might be a bit late because mm. Tom selfishly is going away <laughs> on a hen's night. It's a business this trip. This weekend. It's a business so, trip. So, I mean, but the, you know what? You got UK to, to listen to until we drop let's, it up very episode, soon. Not too far away. Let's though. let this episode breathe. Eh? Yeah. On, yeah. Okay. We're, we're not going to be Ginger Johnson. We're not going to just chuck them out, chuck them out, chuck them out. <laughs> Right, and I'll give you time to listen or breathe or appreciate the, the humour. Let no. it s- simmer in the movement, as Paolo says. Yeah. Everyone, this is Paolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs>